Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow! Did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas. dot com slash acast and use code acast for twenty percent off your first purchase. Hello, you lovely lot. Uh, welcome to this week's edition of Tuesday Night Jaw. Brought to you by the Distraction Pieces Network. It's a tremendous network that has several fantastic podcasts on, including the main Distraction Pieces podcast with none other than Essex 22nd sexiest man, Scroobius Pip. Woof. They they real named him, no gimmicked him as well on the thing, um, which is quite funny because our group chat, uh, group chat went, what? That's your real name. Uh, he doesn't look like it. Anyway, if you want to find out that, uh, just Google Scrooby's Pip. 22nd sexiest man in Essex. I believe Will Ospreay was not in the top 20. I think he might have been on the list. Anyway, there you go. Go and check out that and check out everything there is on this wonderful podcast. Uh, the network, the podcast network that will be doing some live shows at London Podcast Festival. Uh, the boys from Hardcore Listing are doing a joint show as well as us, but we are doing a joint show with the hardest part of the ring. We're calling it the hardest part of the jaw, and that's going to be going down on the 8th of September at 2pm at King's Place at the London Podcast Festival. Tickets are available now. Uh, easiest way to do it is search London Podcast Festival, and you'll see us on the lineup and the schedule. So yeah, 8th of September, which is a Sunday, at 2pm. Announced guest already. Is none other than former Progress Women's Champion and NXT UK's Ginny. Second confirmed guest, as I've just been told that Will Ospreay was voted 20th sexiest males in Essex. Well done, Will. Good lad. Um, we've not got the 20th sexiest man in Essex on the podcast, but we do have a second guest to confirm. It is none other than the pride of Wales, Eddie Dennis is coming along to get involved in some quiz action. So there you go. We've got one more guest to confirm. I have got them confirmed privately, but I'll be revealing it probably on next week's show. Because, you know, I like to keep you coming back. Uh, Talking of live shows, we're doing a live edition of this Tuesday Night Jaw in Manchester in October, 13th of October, I believe, directly after or directly following the Progress show at the O2 Ritz. It's going to be myself and Jim Smallman. That's right. He's coming back for, I was going to say one night only, but let's face it, he'll be back loads because uh, he just can't, can't give it up. Just like comedy, even though he burnt all them bridges. Uh, so it'll be me and Jim live. It's at Fab Cafe 
I think we're going to get doors open around about eight, but tickets for that will be going on sale on Monday. So keep your eye out for that. Uh, it's a quite a low capacity ish. So I'm not saying this as an up sale, but try and get in quick if you want to come along. Uh, it'll be a good laugh. So it's going to be me, Jim, uh, as Jim does his Jim's Jim Shin funder smallman t- retirement tour. Uh, along the way and we might have a couple of guests uh, everyone keeps going is it going to be chris egan and uh, the answer is no because he's a prick uh talking of pricks uh my guest this week on the episode is none other than my co-host at insomnia gaming festival the uk's biggest gaming festival which is where we're currently recording this in our hotel room after day two he's my heterosexual life partner professional wrestler and all around good egg it's Sam Bailey. I mean, you introduced me as calling me a prick, and then hyped me up. So I'm, I'm kind of, I'm torn of how I should respond to that. But I feel like, I feel like you're hearing what you want to hear. You're saying what you need to say. Hi, it's good to be back mm. again. Back once again, like some renegade masters. You love that joke. He loves it. Every insomnia. I'm not done it this one, mate. Oh, uh, no, you didn't. Not yeah. yet. Well, we've still got two days. Exactly. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to te- tease you now. Uh, a man that I've already broke on stage by referring to uh, one of our cosplayers who's got a name that sounds like an Argentinian centre-back. Um, but her name didn't, it turns out. No, it turns out I was pronouncing it incorrect for two days solid, <laughs> twice a day. Uh, she's She was awesome, though. She was, she was really cool. Um, and came along and did that. Um, what else? Oh, I made the... Joke about shooting kids as well. And Brexit. Oh, and Brexit. Yeah, I made a Brexit joke today. Oh, God, what is wrong with me? Um, right. So I was thinking along the lines of uh, I really enjoyed the video game episode, and it seems like a lot of you enjoyed the video game episode, apart from the ones that were already moaning to me that No Mercy wasn't number one. Technically, it was. It was just the Japanese version. Don't at me, bro. Just privately message Liam. Stop them. fighting with your audience, Matt. Nah, fight them all. Fight you as well. Um, so, we really enjoyed that video game episode. Obviously, we're not going to do another video game episode, despite being at the UK's biggest gaming festival. We've mentioned that. Contractually, you have to mention it five times during the podcast. Um, so, I thought we'd take a similar but slightly different route. We're going to be talking about the sensation in the 90s that was E-Feds. That's right. I said that like they've probably not read the description of this podcast. I know, but I imagine a lot of people still grimaced at you saying the word. So what e-fed? E-fed. Yeah. That's children. Let me educate you on what an e-fed is. E-fed stands for Electronic Federation. Uh, so back in the dark ages of fifty-six k dial-up um, forums were a thing, really big thing. So. You had forums for everything from Doctor Who to probably the Spice Girls, uh, all the way through to the UKFF, uh, which was the Internet Wrestling... The United Kingdom Fan Forum. Yes, uh, it was the Internet Wrestling Committee's place of choice before Twitter became a thing, uh, and it was equally as angry. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, in a similar vein... Um, Basically, what an EFED is, is online role-playing. Not dissimilar from your Dungeons and & Dragons um, and general fan-fiction-y type things. Um, so the idea was every every different federation had different rules. Um, so first of all, Sam, were you ever in an EFED? I was. I was in a very strictly uh, wrestling-related EFED. So yeah. mine was a WWE slash FED. And you were you were strictly professional wrestlers, yeah. Because the e-fed that we had, you needed to have. Well, you didn't have to, 
but you know you could embed entrance music you can embed photos yes you know your promos you wanted to get as in-depth as possible so you had cameras you had like camera little shots you wanted to do little gestures you did to the crowd or necessarily if you're doing a backstage promo um, and uh, the the rules were very simple though about not being able to although another wrestler could be in your promo yeah you, they couldn't do or you couldn't attack them yes that was a, that was one of the rules yes definitely but I was a, a combination of I think I think I did CM Punk for a little while of course you I did. was a John Cena before he was uh, before, oh. pre just word life John Cena oh. and JBL <laughs> my, my top three I think, I think at one point I just got stuck with one of them and Randy Orton. What what a mix of people, Randy Orton. Yeah, so okay, so a couple of things to touch on there. So yeah, so uh, some of your feds were based on real life wrestlers. Yeah. So for instance, I was Steve Carino in one of them, um, and it was quite funny because I'd basically watch my ECW DVDs and then or videos more accurately. Let's not pretend I'm younger than I am, uh, and then I'd, I'd I'd sort of make them my own. Um, uh, yes, so you, you had ones where you could be original characters as well, which we'll get into in a second. Um, also as well, rules. See, rules were very different for each federation. Um, yeah, some of the ones I, 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 I you had to kind of make your name in some of them, build up trust, and then you got asked to join some as well. Uh, as the plane goes in, up in the background, we are near the, the airport. Hopefully that won't be a lot. Um, so, uh, so, yeah, I remember the rules. So, like, you could only write, essentially it was your promo, like you, you did your like backstage skit, your promo, and then the person replied to it. it yeah, usually the way that I, yeah. I had it. We had the same thing. It was depending if you were doing your match or you would have. They could they could theoretically interrupt your promo mm-hmm. if you left it quite blank. If you did an interview with the interviewee, so we always kind of would use the same few interviewers. So we'd have like um, the King Lawler backstage, or like, I mean, like now you'd use like. Kath- Catherine Kelly and a few yeah. other people. So you would always interchange random backstage personnel yeah. to cut an interview. But if you didn't end it by being like, and the screen goes black, then theoretically you could leave it open for them to reply and retort and you could have a bit of a back and forth. I, I was in a very friendly EFED. So. Yeah. Yeah, I was I was um one of the ones I was in for like a, there was a, like a WWE slash based one was actually my cousins. Um which is really funny because this is before I I actually got a job in wrestling. Uh, and then I think, I think the reason I stopped was because I started to train, or started to get on shows. Um, so yeah, that was that was quite funny because they were like, "Oh, you actually went on and did wrestling things," and I was like, "Yeah, set me up for life." There you go. Don't go to college, kids. Just joining the feds uh, if you want to be a successful wrestler. I think I was the same. I think I stopped when I actually started training because I was still a wrestling fan. Yeah, 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 I started training and actually had to do you know real things in wrestling like yeah. promos and. Actually, having to learn moves and things, it made it really difficult. To <laughs> no, just like, type in rock bottom yeah. one, two, kick out. Um, were you ever? Did you ever have any roles like within the promotions? Because obviously, uh, I can never remember how the matches were done. Because I, I never had to write my matches. I don't think I never. Uh, so I didn't write my matches, but I, to be fair, I was just scanning through my old emails and found like emails from two thousand and nine and stuff. Amazing. Like that. Um, no, definitely sooner than that. That makes it sound like it was ten years ago. No, I care. <laughs> Emails from yesteryear, and um, it was, I was, when I was working on Feds, it was someone who was a moderator who would write your match results. Mm. He would basically pick who won and who lost, and yes. everyone, so you'd get very angry, you'd send a very, like, concerning email if you, yeah. were, like, did the best pro, where the guy had done one little reply, you'd done, yeah. like, three or four, Politics. all of a sudden, yeah, he got beat. Um, but I was a moderator on one of them, so I had to, he would give me three matches to write, mm-hmm. and again, you would... Uh, some of them were really in depth. Yeah. You could tell sometimes they couldn't be bothered, and it was just RKO, and that's it. One, yeah. two, three. 
Um, again, it depended if the person you were wrestling didn't reply. Yeah. Sometimes they just wouldn't give them any offense, and it'd just be all you. Yeah. But um, I wrote, I wrote a few matches. I think the one match that the email said was like, "Oh, you need to have a disqualification in the Sting versus Triple H match." I was wow. Like, oh, wow. You know, politics even in Efed's <laughs> existed. <laughs> I never, I never wrote any Efed stuff, but I did. Uh, um, I mentioned EWR in the video game episode, uh, and I was, a bit, I was a big, I was a big. I was I was a, I was a mildly low key uh, user in in on the um, EWB uh, EW background, um, and I used to write the diaries. So I used to write my own diaries. I always used to write a tournament one because whatever man, I wrote my own like I created basically an a soccer pro one that everyone had like really wacky gimmicks. But then I also got like. <laughs> I use this term very lightly. I got headhunted to write for, like, there was a big WWE one, but everyone, like, kind of like real life, would write their own shows. So I used to write Velocity, um, and uh, I used to write All My Dragons matches, because uh, it was during that time, and because I was a really big All My Dragon fan. So I used to have to write their matches out, and I always, like, put my heart and soul into it, and, like, even though we're technically, like, the B show. Um, but yeah, so that's the only time I ever had to write anything like that. Um, so, <laughs> okay, right. So we've covered sort of parodying a character. Just to be clear, it was 2005 that the last email was sent about an EFED. Just to clear that. 2015. Yeah. <laughs> it wasn't a good year for him. Um, yeah, so so did you have original characters as well? Uh, we I had one, and it was loosely based on, you know, the classic when you started wrestling training, everyone had their own idea and their own character. Mm. I had created the Mr. Untouchable character. Mm. Yeah. So, like, uh, even, I think I've, I've talked about it, I've talked about it a lot, with this is my first, like, wrestling character, of a character who was so cocky, confident, and then the, he would be that person that never wanted to get his hands stepped on. He was more of a manager than necessarily a wrestler. Right. But he was occasionally in tag matches and that kind of thing. So, again, I was... One of my friends who was doing it couldn't, could, did not have internet access because back in the day, internet access was only at school or like yeah. when you had permission from your parents. So largely, I was doing the promos for him, right? Kind of keep him current and stuff. And although again, I wasn't allowed to talk for him, yeah, he'd always be in the promo because I yeah. could use him, and then I would do my promo. So I was kind of a manager. But the Mister Untouchable character was, yeah, just the, the, he would get in the ring, he would throw his digs, and he'd tag out. And the whole premise of my idea was eventually he'd get his comeuppance. I, mean, I had my own backstory and where I was going to go with it. Yeah. He'd get his own comeuppance and finally either be put in a cage match or something like that and yeah. then get like, the pitch being out of him and disappear forever and I can reset it. But he was the only person I ever like created solely for the purposes. Um, right. Which picture did I use? Because I used a, uh, Kevin Costner. There was a film called The Untouchables, so I used loads of Kevin Costner pictures. Is that a film about like um, uh, J. Edgar Hoover? I think so. <laughs> I, know, I never watched the film. I never watched the film. So it, was just, it was just it was a great picture of him, and then I just used several images of Kevin Costner uh, in various films. See, I thought you were like because you know you said you were seen. I thought just because like the old line at the beginning of the song was so you think you're untouchable. <laughs> like I thought that's where it came nope. from. Nope. Uh, amazing. So I, I was really racking my brains about this, even though this is my bloody idea. And I probably should do more research than I have. Um, the only ones I remember was uh, uh, me and my, my, my best mate at the time. Um, it doesn't take much to figure out who it was, but I won't embarrass him. Um, were a tag team. And we were called the Blood Brothers. Yeah, highbrow. Uh, I think we were... I think it was Ricky and Ricardo Rodriguez. Jesus. I think... I think... He's going to correct me on it. He'll drop me a message after he's listened to this. Um, and we were a tag team. But for some reason in real life... Because we were children when we were doing this. Some, re- some reason we were... We fell out. 
in real life and he turned on me in a promo and we split up as a tag team and I remember being really like upset about it. I was like, oh, how could I do that, man? And then we quickly made up and then I think we, we like smashed together a, a a reason within a week of like basically we're a big show. Yeah. Yeah, we just just we chose who we were yeah, gonna be. It's a new Netflix show. <laughs> yeah, you which is available probably now on Netflix. No, I'm joking. Um so yeah, that's the only one I remember. And I can't remember who we were based on. I think we were massive Hardy Boys fans. Like the only the only wrestlers we really 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 loved at the time like the Hardy Boys, Edge and Christie, and Rey Mysterio and Kidman. Good good list of crews. I wasn't much different to be honest. Yeah. More WCW, so I had like Lash Larue as a random person. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Bear the Raging Cajun, and, uh, the Prince I care. Oh, or the artist, the artist formerly known as with uh, Paisley. Paisley. Oh, yeah. uh, and that, that was, was that. That sounds like as an E-fed character. It's not. Was that Booker T's wife? Did she end up playing? Oh, was it Paisley? Someone's going to be, like, screaming at us. It yeah. might have been Paisley, because she went from being a Nitro girl to a... Yeah. They did that with a lot, like, Tigress with um, Filthy Animals, and there's a couple Major of Guns. Them. Major Guns. Oh, yes, Tylene <laughs> Buck. If you're under the age of 18, do not Google the name Tylene Buck. Or Major Guns, really. Or Major Guns. Yeah, just don't. It's smut. Smut, smut, smut. And we're not about smut on this podcast. Um, so, yeah, that's kind of, like, the, <laughs> the basis of this weird thing. So... D- Right, Habo Hotel was a thing. Not for me. Right, okay. So, so I'm I be... had Yahoo chat rooms. That was... Right. That was really... So we, when we went to, like... Again, that was kind of our wrestling network. Yeah. So when it was like anything that was obscure. Yeah. So I, had, I didn't have Habo Hotel. Okay. So Habo Hotel was essentially a chat room, but for the time, it was, like, fucking mind-blowing because um, you had, like actual avatars that you could move around and like you could dress them up you had your own room you could buy items you could hang out at the pool it was all very like revolutionary before it's time that's a great description it was kind of simsy with 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 more restrictions so like me and a few of my friends at the time were like massive habo hotel fans like we were all all for it um so naturally um we decided to find if there was any sort of wrestling thing going on. So then we found out that there was E-Feds on Habbo Hotel. And the way that the E-Feds worked on Habbo Hotel was actually quite fucking cool. <laughs> it's not. It's the dirtiest thing in the world. So in the room, people would make a ring. So they'd, like, cordon nice. it off with, like, chairs or there'd be some sort of accessory that could make it look like a ring. Uh, and, and then you could win something so i don't think it was a belt because i don't think it was that advanced but it was like maybe like a trophy or something like that and i think i think again people are probably screaming listen to this but like i think you could do like a celebration emojis or something like that anyway so the way it worked was you'd, you'd have a card and you turn up to the room at a set time and you come in and you get like an introduction so you'd have a cut promo before the match or whatever and then in the match you would you would go back and forth and you would type moves. So, for instance, you'd go, like, DVD, which was Death Valley Driver, uh, and then, like, like I don't know, Enziguri or whatever, blah, blah, blah. And then, if you wanted to cover them, you'd go pin, and the referee, yeah, would go, like, type one, two, and then you'd have to type kick out if you were the opponent. So the problem with this is, that now sounds like the most archaic thing in the world ever, because you've all got bloody fiber optic broadband right on 56k dial-up modem when your mum's trying to ring your auntie and cuts you off in the middle of it it was 
absolutely soul destroying. The amount of times that I ever had lag or my mum decided to ring and I ended up losing the match was an absolute travesty because I didn't kick out before free. So, yeah, that was a weird caveat that existed. But if, if you were ever in a, a Habbo Hotel EFED, let me know because I feel like that's the nichest upon nichest thing. It's such a. It'd be a rare find. If you, you say were. this though, and loads of people now will go, oh "My God, yeah, were you? I don't know, fucking." Just tell me, tell me your username. I can't remember what it was. It's terrible. Like, I, That's I, why you need an old email address to go. And I know. I like grow up. Like, we don't have a hotmail anymore. Um, also, mean, by the way, what do you mean we don't have hotmail anymore? I still have hotmail. Yeah, I meant we because I've finally got. A Split personality. If you can hear, if you can hear some ba- noise in the background, by the way, there is a wedding going on oh, in the in the hotel at the minute. So uh, I'll let you know if the uncle's tied uh, a tie around his head yet and his knee sliding because uh, I might just video that. There was confetti everywhere. There was confetti everywhere. It was it was, it was, it was very nice, very nice, very Julius to come. Sounds come like back we were to. there. We went actually. Yeah, we were there. We just like like Vince Vaughn and Owen Wilson. Um, so yeah, let me know if you're in that Habbo Hotel thing because that would be really. Amazing if someone was like, oh my god, I did that. I, I can remember my old email address. I've told you about this before. My my, my first Hotmail address was rickrock9 at oh, hotmail.com yes. because Rick Rock is the man that, that sings the, the the singy bit in Shaggy's It Wasn't Me, but they caught me on the counter. That's that's it. Um, so that's what I named myself after. I don't know why I was obsessed. Uh, like, just change Richards to more exotic sounding names. Yeah, I mean, you say that my, my email address was, oh, I'm, I'm so close to being a badass. What's better than a badass? A badder ass. And Sorry. 28 was my birthday. <laughs> badder ass 28. 28. Yeah, that was yeah. my first. And I think still is my uh, spam email see, address. See, what you should have done is you should have put 58, because, like, the. Don't, the, don't start. The don't, five's don't like an S. Guy. You know, and, you know and what I mean? It's like a bee. Like, right, before, before I kick you in the nether regions, like, just so clear. That <laughs> was the way you said to yourself, I've already said the word fuck on this, definitely. 19 years old I was, and I had a really good idea about the number five looking like an S and the number eight looking like a B. And all right, no one got it, so I moved on. All right, not bitter about it. I got it. That's why we were a team. Because <laughs> you'd heard me repeat it so many times to yeah. so many other people. This is, because it's coming from a man that called himself Delirium and spelt it incorrectly yeah. and tried to have gear with Big Boss D on it. Mm. Um, which is, a, yes, it is a reference to an old a soccer pro wrestler. Thank you, internet. You understand me the way that other people don't. Um, so, yeah, so this is basically what EFEDs were. Um I'm going to start one up after this. No, I'm not. Um, I, I genuinely, if you guys have got any old examples of your efeds, or if you're currently in efeds at the minute, like please let me know. I'm like super interested, and I'm, I'm genuinely. I hope this doesn't come off as patronising, disrespectful, because I genuinely had some of the best years of my life on the internet in them, and I know they're still a thing. So I've done some research because I wanted to set us a couple of tasks for us to give you guys a little flavour of some efed action. So. Reddit is a thing uh, that came to my rescue. So I just typed in efeds, and it's the first thing that came up was Reddit. So what I've done is um, I've gone into Reddit and gone onto some Reddit posts and found some extracts from actual efeds that are still running. So the first one's going to be uh, it is it is a show, and there's a character that comes out. And then there's another character that gets involved. And then the second extract is two profiles of wrestlers from a current EFAD. So it's full description. Uh, and what me and Sam are going to do, because we hate ourselves, is try and cut a promo in these 
characters. He's shaking his head furiously. I'm not happy about this. Why? Because I'm not... <laughs> you know the preparation that goes into me having to do an EFED promo? Oh, there was hours. Yeah. Hours of finding a track on... Show MySpace or something that I could, or GeoCities that I could steal a link from, making sure that track was playing over the vi- promo videos, doing I probably all would. the Google images of all the wrestlers in various poses that matched the certain things he was talking about. I probably just stole Panic at the Disco lyrics. I mean, I once did just, I think it was an EWE fed, and I'd used punk, and because I was, you know, a, a Ring of Honor a DVD collector at that point. Mm. Um, I had, Cheers, Mike. I had, <laughs> yeah. Matt, just a reference yeah. there. I had specifically. Stolen CM Punk's promo on Raven. Okay. So he's like real, like. Yeah, the woman did the, like the straight edge yeah, thing. Straight edge, and, and changed the name from Raven to whoever I was wrestling. And I won the match. I won a title <laughs> off that promo, but literally just stole it Imagine word that. for word. Imagine that. As and if. Then, oh, there's a generation that stole Amazing Red's moves, and there you are stealing CM Punk promos. I mean, someone had to. Yeah. Uh, I can Im- only imagine how many pipe bombs there were. Uh, all right, so... <laughs> uh, we're laughing because we know it's true. Um, right, so the first extract, I'm not going to lie, I took it because I loved the name of the EFED. So the EFED is called Nike Pro Combat. Uh, I don't know if they're officially sponsored by Nike. Nice. I'd like to hope that they are. Um, so Nike Pro Combat presented a show called Crowning glory and this is from the start of crowning glory so what's going to happen is i'm going to read a description and sam is going to then cut a promo as the wrestler in the ring right, i need to read listen to this cause... okay right it's just i'm not gonna lie guys i'm not gonna lie it's a <laughs> bloody strong stark the stark good lord it's a good start uh, right here we go Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. I'm a motherfucking beast. As Beast by Rob Bailey and the Hustle Standard continues to play on the PA system... The Emerald City Elite 
Tyler Morgan makes his way onto the stage, supporting his Emerald City t-shirt. He makes his way down to the ring as he high-fives the fans sitting in the front row. He makes his way to the apron as he grabs the middle rope and propels himself onto the apron before climbing through the ropes. He steps over and spreads his arms wide as he closes his eyes before stomping and letting out his beastly roar. He then walks over and asks for a mic as he paces around the ring. He stops and stares at the ground before raising his mic to speak and looking at the hard cam. He begins. Like This is the perfect example of someone who's a, who doesn't understand that there's such thing as good guys and bad guys. First of all. Looking at the hard cam, Sam. I'm looking at the hard cam. Maybe I'm just talking in third person. I don't know. <laughs> okay. Right. Jesus. Look, there's so much wrong with this. Oh, right. I'm Tyler Morgan, Emerald City Elite. But why? Oh, I hate this. I hate this so much. <laughs> right. Uh, yeah, today, today. yeah. What am I even doing? Unless you look at our cam. I've left it on my beastly roar. I mean, that's the important thing. Oh my god. You know what you want to do, though, don't you? You know what you want to do. Let me hear your roll time. <laughs> oh! Oh, okay. Oh, right. Oh, fuck, this is awful. Um, yo, yo, yo! Tyler Morgan here, but you already knew that. And I am here at Crowning Glory to let the world know that the Emerald City Elite is here to stay. Now, I've let the boys in the back know that no matter who they think they are or what they think they can achieve, they're not going to compete with me because I've got my wolf pack here and all you people need to know that when you hear the roar, you know the score. Suddenly, Tyler Morgan crumbles down to the mat as he is hit in the back of the head by a spinning soul kick delivered by Kevin Harris. Kevin leans over the lifeless body of Tyler to pick up the microphone off the ground. He raises it to his lips and says... Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Um, Listen here, Tyler Morgan... As the third forgotten Harris brother, I'm sick and tired of being overlooked. And I'm sick and tired of you claiming to be the emerald in the crowning glory that is Nike Pro Combat. I'm going to take back everything you've taken from me. My brothers, my ex-wife, and of course, that hardcore championship. And if you're man enough, you're going to put it on the line against me. The third Harris brother, Kevin Harris. Seen. Seen. And seen. And then we would have a match. Oh. Uh, well, would we? I'm out cold. Yeah, I don't know. A hardcore title match, apparently. But you, you, you decided. That's not even in the script. Yeah, it just went off the script. Awesome. Uh, the actual line uh, after this was, keep your, name out of my, keep your name out of your fucking mouth. <laughs> I was like, coming in strong there. Uh, all right. <laughs> Yeah, we just did that. Yeah, it's good. Uh, I can't wait for that to get clipped. Uh, third Harris brother. Oh, yeah, whatever comes up to me. I said I like. I kept it vague. I didn't want to say any names. I didn't want to. When all the dust is settled and all is said and done, the smoke is cleared. The dust is settled. I'm gonna shine up real nice. Yeah. Turn it. Sideways. We're gonna look each other. I do. I. 
<laughs> love wrestling, love feds. Right, thank you very much, Nike Pro Combat. Uh, you can read Nike Pro Combat Presents uh, Crown and Glory on Reddit. They've posted up the full card with all the matches and stuff like that. Uh, cheers. If you genuinely listen to this, like, thank you so much. You wound back the years for us, and hopefully we've got an offer to come and work in your EFED. Um, all right, so the next thing... <laughs> Why are we doing this? Uh, the next thing we're going to do um, is I'm going to give you uh, a profile of a wrestler. So this should be a little bit easier, right? So we're going to have a character, kind of a bit of a structure to, to base everything on, uh, and then we're going to we're going to do a promo. So I think do another promo because because what we're going to do? Pretend to have a match, no? like or have a real match and video it. I know. Tell me, yeah, that yeah. Is niche. Hey, let's not people, steal. People pay. Let's not steal Drake Maverick's gimmick. Um, so yeah, so I'm going to read out the profile, give you all the details, and then that way you get an opportunity to to choose, um, uh, not choose, but to portray the character in sort of a. Imagine it's like the, it's like the 80s slash 90s again. Do you remember them little drop-in videos like during the Royal Rumble or Mania, and it'd be like, um, um, David Boy Smith, British Bulldog, and I've had enough of you. You know, them ones. We can do one of them. Undertaker says, yeah. slam. Yes. Uh, so, this time, this is from the IWF 2013 forums. I'm assuming IWF stands for Internet Wrestling Federation. I'm um, assuming they've been running since 2013. Or only 2013. Ooh. Could be an archived. Could. Uh, so, they're no, because it's not, because I went into the forums, and these are current active wrestlers. Oh, okay. Um, so, this is your wrestling profile. Uh, you are Ducky Tomlinson. You, you don't have a nickname because <laughs> with certainly a name like Ducky. Because why would you? So Ducky's gimmick is Ducky had a popular YouTube channel <laughs> as an indie guy. Got some good press. He might not be that skilled in the ring, accurate, but he's got a positive. You're in, you're in striking range right now. <laughs> uh, I genuinely have not read this, by the That's way. Fine. That is amazing. Uh, you're welcome, Insomnia, on brand. Uh, so Insomnia, the UK's biggest gaming festival. That's the third one. Uh, your height is six foot one. Generous. Uh, your weight is 223 pounds. It's a skinny six one. Uh. That is. What the heck? Uh, your place of birth, you don't have to do the accent, is Glen Cove, New York. You say it like I know Glen Cove, New York accent. Well, I'm, I'm not going to do New York. York. I'm walking here. Yeah, I'm walking I'm here. Ducky. <laughs> uh, I'm ducky. I'm ducky here. Your alignment is your a face. Good. <laughs> uh, your picture base is Kurt Hawkins. Fair enough. Accurate. Yeah. He's, he's from I that. mean, this, this is definitely thought out because, again, I yeah. said, once you've got a picture base, so it's Kevin uh, Costner. <laughs> Kevin Costner. <laughs> uh, your appearance slash attire is a singlet. So go for, the, go for the Pete Don look. Strong. Uh, your theme music, I love this, is Fight for Your Right by Beastie Boys. Excellent choice, Ducky Tomlinson. Uh, this is a description of your entrance. Oh, oh. Fight for Your Right comes on. Ducky jumps out, dabs for the crowd, and runs into the ring. You internet sensation, you Ducky. Uh, you don't have a special entrance, no. apparently, because <laughs> you're a bit of a jobber. Um, so this is your primary style. You're a powerhouse. Okay. Um, uh, oh, mm, okay. You're only six one, but you're a powerhouse. Six one and weighing two hundred twenty three pounds. Yeah. Powerhouse. Secondary style, technical, solid. Got a good ground game. If it has to, if it has to get down there, you're involved. And your other style, I don't know what it means by other style, is a brawler. Ooh. Is that like an outside the ring style? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So like maybe in like big matches, she's just like, yeah, go for cactus jack. I don't know. Right. So this is your strength. This is your strength. How is this a strength? Just I, I know I know you can't see what we're about to yeah. read, but this is apparently the strength of Ducky Tomlinson. 
And I, and I, where can I read it? Yeah. Hey, fans love him. They don't know why, but they do. This goofy little shit gets a pop. <laughs> Not my words. <laughs> the words of Ducky Tomlinson. Um, it legitimately says this goofy little shit gets a pop. Uh, again, I feel like this is a really strong description. Oh, the you. weakness, though. Uh, oh. <laughs> your weakness is you're out of depth. He's not so ready for the big time. <laughs> like, and I'm sh- the thing is, I-, I appreciate that someone's had to make their own strengths and yeah. weaknesses. Oh, yeah. But this guy has no confidence in his own ability. So here. he's clearly watched Kurt Hawkins and he's gone, ah, oh, you know, Kurt Hawkins is pretty good. He, no, then- he's watched Kurt Hawkins in a Logan Paul video. <clears throat> That's what's happened. And he's decided to make a wrestler between those two people. <laughs> Tell me I'm wrong. <laughs> Fans love him. They don't know why, but this goofy little shit gets a pop. And John, uh, when, you, when you're editing this, there's the quote for the week. Fucking amazing. All right, cool. So we've got Ducky Tomlinson, native New Yorker. Uh, you're a baby face. You're for some in, reason. You're, for some reason. You're in, a, you're in a singlet. You come out to the Beastie Boys five your right while dabbing. Uh, you're a... <laughs> which is a sentence Uh, you're a powerhouse but if you have to go to the mat you will and if it's time to get hardcore you'll brawl like the best of them hey fans love him they don't know why but they do this goofy little shit gets a pop Uh, don't forget you're out of your depth and you're not ready for the big time okay his name's Ducky. Why can I not just do a Yorkshire accent? No, um, hey up, Ducky. Hey up, it's Ducky Tomlinson here. <laughs> I'm ready for the big time. I might not be, but I'm ready for a pint and a fart. Um, all right, Ducky Tomlinson. <laughs> I feel like I'm just going to just reel out. <laughs> read, everything. read everything out. <laughs> when all the dust is settled. <laughs> when, you, when you subscribe to my YouTube channel. When all the dust is settled and everything's said and done, I might be a little shit, but I got a pop. <laughs> Dab, dab, dab. <laughs> dab, dab, dab. Oh, I'm done. I don't need to say anything. Right. Um, I'm walking. No, I can't, I can't do the New York accent. I'm doing Yorkshire. My head's always okay, saying Yorkshire. You do it. Hello. My name's Ducky Tomlinson. Remember the name because the number one game is to be the most subscribed wrestler on the planet. Now, I don't know about you, but I uh, used to have a popular YouTube channel. And, you know, people in the in the office said that I had good press because I was the number one subscribed YouTube channel slash pro wrestler. When I come out to the crowd and that fight for your right comes on and I dab for all my haters, you need to know that I'm here to stay. Doesn't matter if they want to get down and dirty on the ground or they want me to pick them up and throw them over my head. I'll get it done. Now, that heavyweight title has eluded me for too long. They might say that I'm not ready for the big time. But you know what? This little shit right here gets the pop and gets the people going. Because my name is Ducky Tomlinson and I am number one. Fuck me. Genuinely, genuinely. Kids at home, get your fucking pens out and rewind that. Because that is how you do it. He got all his points in. He gave us a fleshed out character. He gave it seeds of doubt. But he said, you know, he was going to give you confidence to believe in him being ready for the big time. That is expert, expert work. All right, I'm going to... Uh, I feel like that. I thought it was quite strong. I, um, I teach people how to wrestle. Yep. Those, those who can't. <laughs> those who can't teach. teach. And those who can't teach 
teach, teach. wrestling. Yeah. Man. <laughs> 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 um, all right. Oh, fuck, why have I done this? Like okay, Matthew. Oh, come on. Come on, come on, come on, come on. Your wrestler's name is Wolf Folder. <laughs> Formerly known as Tom Taylor. Tommy Taylor. His nickname is The Truther. Christ, am I Greg Lambert? Yeah. <laughs> but your gimmick. He believes in pretty much every conspiracy theory, Greg Lambert, and that everyone but him is involved. You're only 5'11". You're Accurate. only 180, 180 pounds. <laughs> Accurate. You're from Richmond, Virginia. Shout out, Chris Shop. Alignment, tweener. We can't oh. tell what you are. Hang on, hang on. We're going to go, hang on. We accidentally pressed the button. Uh, we don't know what you are. All right. Your picture base is David Duchovny of X-Files fame. <laughs> and you wrestle in a full suit and tie. Because you're not, you're not, you know, you've, you know, you got wrestling at seven, but you got court case at eight. All right. Your theme music is the X Files theme. <laughs> of course it is. Your entrance is the X Files theme. Hits the PA as Tom Taylor makes his way to the ring. Nothing special happens to that. You just make your way to the ring. You're in a suit and tie. You're a technical wrestler, but your secondary style is a bit of a brawler. But the other style, when you need to, makes you dirty. Yeah. Oh, I like my strength. And your strengths, you're incredibly smart. So we've lost the accuracy. <laughs> And the weaknesses distracted easily as he puts the pieces together to a new conspiracy. Okay. I'm, I'm actually quite happy with mine. Du- yeah. Ducky. Oh, Ducky over here. YouTube's number one pro wrestler. Okay, I think I've got my go, go home line. Okay. Okay. All right, cool. Wolf, are you ready? Yeah. All right, Tom. A lot of people call me a lot of different names. Tom Taylor, the trufer, Wolf Folder. It doesn't matter what people call me. What matters is the truth. And the truth is, for too long I've been kept out of the heavyweight picture because of people conspiring against me. Whether they've been abducted by aliens or or led into fields or whatever, whatever, whatever. It doesn't matter because the conspiracy stops here when Wolf Folder closes this case for good and walks out of Richmond, Virginia as your new heavyweight champion. If only you'd said the truth is out there. Oh! If only you'd said the truth is out there. That's where I thought you were going. I thought I thought the case is closed. We'll yeah. fold it. Yeah, we'll fold is great. Yeah. Well, there you have it, folks. Oh, oh. Torture. Why would you like this? Is this is supposed to be your choice? As a I podcast? know, but it's funny, though, isn't you it? You pick. It's funny for for them. Yeah, hilarious. They're gonna laugh at our for misfortune. Us. We are the clowns. I, mean, I barely get tweeted as it is, but I don't. <laughs> Send for the clowns. Uh, oh, oh no, actually, yes. People sending their promos in. Yeah, right. Amazing. This is what I want you to do. I want you to come up with a character profile with the following things. We're going full in on this. Uh, so, I want your wrestler's name, uh, your nickname, your gimmick, your height, your weight your place of birth, your alignment, which apparently means face, tweener, heel, a picture base, uh, just can send me a picture if you wanted to, your appearance slash attire, your theme music, how you make your entrance, brilliant, uh, your primary style, your secondary style, your other style, and then your strengths and weaknesses. I genuinely, genuinely want to see these. But Matthew, in alignments, there's no such thing as face and heels in the modern era. So how would they know what their alignment is? Oh, I guess every time, doesn't he? I say one little thing on a podcast <laughs> and contradict myself less than half an hour later and it sticks. Uh, yeah, I really, really want this. Uh, and if, if 
if you really want to write out a promo, we ain't going to stop you. Please, if, if you can give me an audio promo as well. Oh, yeah, if you give, me, give us an audio promo, I will give you, I'll buy you a drink at one of the live Tuesday night yours, um, which I've done. This is something I've done. I did it at London Podcast Festival when I asked, uh, we asked the question of who's his character. It was Tony Stark. Uh, it was Iron Man, and we said we'd give bonus points for character's real name, actor, and then I was like, oh, name me the rapper who who used this nickname as well. And I was like, is anyone out there? And these two lads uh, who were brothers put their hands up and they were like, it's Ghostface Killer. And I was like, right, I'm going to buy you a drink. And I literally went and bought them a drink. Uh, so I'm a man of my word. I will do that. Despite my other style being dirty, I am incredibly smart. But you'll throw um, salt in their eyes. Yeah, yeah, drink. yeah, I need a drink. <laughs> I've got you. Uh, right, yeah. Get your character profiles in. Uh, get your promos in. We genuinely will look forward to seeing that. Right, we're going to go and hang out with our crew now. Uh, Sam Bailey, where can they find you on Twitter? Uh, same place as they can find me on Instagram, at also Sam Bailey. Please don't follow real Sam Bailey because she's got enough followers. Yeah, she, she does love But this. she's nice. Yeah, she's a lovely lady and she loves this Sam Bailey as well. Uh, you know where you can usually find me. I'm at M Richards host. Uh, tickets should be out for the live Tuesday night draw in October in Manchester following progress with Jimothy Smallman. Uh, and tickets are definitely on sale right now for the London Podcast Festival, the hardest part of the draw, with Ginny and Eddie Dennis and a, a to be confirmed guest, uh, someone who I'm really actually really looking forward to having on. Uh, so there you go. That's it. That's all of it this week. Thank you so much for tuning in. Thank you for all your support. Uh, And we shall see you next week. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. The secret to summer-ready skin is here. Osea's number one best-selling Andaria Algae Body Oil, clinically proven to instantly improve skin elasticity and transform dry skin to silky, soft, and unbelievably glowing. It's Signature scent of freshly squeezed grapefruit, cypress, and mango mandarin transports you to sun-kissed summer days. Get healthy, glowing skin for summer with clean vegan skincare from Osea. Get 10% off your first order site-wide with code GLOW at OseaMalibu.com.